Please accept our apologies for any bangs or scrapes you may hear. Due to the global pandemic, we're recording this remotely. Thanks very much and we hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm Debs. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to The Write-Off, a podcast for the everyday writer. Even if you don't write every day. Whether you're hoping that what you're working on will one day be a Sunday Times bestseller, or you're simply putting words on the page for the pleasure of it, The Write-Off is a podcast for every writer on the journey. You might be squeezing your writing time in around multiple jobs or childcare, or even just around the ebbs and flows of your own enthusiasm. But we're here to say, us too. This is a place to connect and share how you're getting on. It's a space for the story behind your stories. And so... That leads us seamlessly on to the subject of today's podcast. Episode 5, Am I Any Good? Hello and welcome to episode 5 of The Write-Off. For this episode, we have taken a slightly different approach. It has always been our hope that we'd be able to include some of our listeners' voices on this podcast. So in order to be able to kind of explore the question of, am I a good writer? We wanted to see what your thoughts were on this. So we posed that question to our listeners on our Instagram page. And we got some really, really interesting and insightful responses. But before that, Deb, if I was to ask you if you think you're a good writer what would you say? I guess it depends which hour of which day you're asking me (laughs) (laughs) because I can't be alone in this I think that sometimes I'll write something and I'll read it back and I'll be really proud of it and think you know I'm really happy that that came out of my head and that I was able to describe and convey something the way I wanted to express it and then there are other times when I feel embarrassed about what I've written. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think that is a universal feeling. And the kind of oscillation between the two is, is kind of wild. Like how from almost like spinning on a dial, you can be like, yes, yes, this is great. I love this. Go for a wee, come back. And- <laughs> so true. I think to get to the point where you sit down and start writing there has to have been an idea that you were proud of coming up with. Otherwise, you wouldn't even get to the point where you sit down and go, that's a good idea. I'm going to explore that. You know, if you asked me, am I a good writer in that moment? I could say, yeah. But then when I've written five rubbish paragraphs and you asked me, I'd say I'm absolute shit. You know, and I think that I think you need both things. You need that stage of um, looking at your writing and going, this isn't great, it needs work in order to develop that piece of writing. It's funny you should say that because I've just been listening to Emma Jane Unsworth talking on Hattie Crissell's really good podcast, which is called In Writing, if you haven't listened to it. And she was saying that actually the self-hatred, the self-loathing, it's all part of the process. And what she has learned to do is to sit with the self-hatred because she's always going to hit that point where she hates what she's written or she thinks what the hell was I thinking and so instead of allowing it to consume her she recognizes it accepts it as part of the process and then like eventually you can move beyond it if you go into it knowing that you were going to hit that wall at some point or you're going to feel that feeling creeping in around the edges then instead of it being like oh well this means it's shit or I am shit 
you're just like, no, this is a stage where yeah. I have to hit this wall. Yeah. And then hopefully if I can push through it, I'll get to a better stage. Yeah, that's a really great advice. A lot of this podcast is about the fact that we have limited time in order to write. So I guess it's great advice because if you're like, well, I've only given myself an hour to do this today. And all I've spent that hour doing is thinking that I'm not very good and that I should probably give up Um, to then think, well, this is actually part of the process. So you haven't wasted that hour. You've just hopefully in the end used it to constructively criticize what's on the page and, and how you can improve it. So that then the next time you have an hour spare, you can you can actually work on it. Yeah, you're right. I think you are absolutely right as well about the time, the precious time element. You know, if you're not lucky enough to be writing full time and only doing writing, which let's face it, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd be surprised if you were. So I just want to read something that one of our lovely listeners, Jamie Nicole, wrote, which is, I can't confidently say that my writing is good. I'll have an idea for something, begin writing, and start to feel excited. Then in the cold light of the following day, I'll reread, lose all confidence and either hit the delete key or slam my laptop shut, which is kind of what we're saying that if you do have that hour and that happens, then what a shame. She then goes on to say, it's really difficult to sustain the excitement. And I find that as soon as the writing starts to feel more like work than play, I become overly critical. Oh yeah, that is so true. Often for me, that buzz of realising, it can be something as short as a paragraph, but if you feel like, yes, yeah, oh my God, I'm onto something here, this is great, or like you've got a few thousand words down on the page and you feel like you've hit a seam of creativity, but then you come back to it and the buzz is gone, the excitement is gone. Yeah. Or maybe you've reached the point where you have to actually then, you've come off the adrenaline rush of getting it on the page and you have to now pick through it and kind of make it work properly. And then the sheen is gone and it's it's hard. It's so hard. I think that the sheen will come back. You just have to go through a bit of the difficult work and then trust that it will return when you move on to a different section of what you're writing and you're like, yes, this is where I want to get with it. And, And that buzz will come back. But like anything, you can't expect to all be highs there are lows yeah but it's interesting actually another listener Maisie said that sometimes she feels that she's a good writer but she also has times where I feel like my work is lackluster and I can't believe I had the audacity to write anything often I feel doubt about whether what I write is important whether it would be interesting to someone or if I'm exciting enough absolutely completely 100 (laughs) percent And I guess it harks back to what we've talked about before, imagining it through other people's eyes, reading it to be like, am I exciting enough? Is this relevant to anybody? How could I ever imagine that what I want to say would be like important enough for someone to pick up and read? When, of course, the majority of the time, the answer is, well, all of the time, really, the answer is yes. Everyone has a different perspective on the world. Everyone had a different childhood. They live in a different place. They experience different things. They have different jobs. And it's all interesting to other people. You don't have to ask for permission to say what you want to say. But it's a self-confidence thing, isn't it? That doubt about whether or not it's worth saying. I definitely feel that regularly when I write. It's going back to what we were saying about whether we kind of censor ourselves. You're preempting the thoughts of the people that you think are going to read it. And I guess going further than that, you know, if you go along the thought process of, is this marketable? Will this 
get a wide audience, then it's taking away from the storytelling. Exactly. You can't really write it thinking about whether or not you can sell it. Otherwise, this is not authentic in any way, is it? It's trying to play the game. And of course, I completely relate to what Maisie is saying. When she says whether what I write is important, we definitely all have that self-doubt. Massively. But then on the flip side of that, another listener, Natasha, said, personally, I find it easier to have faith in my ideas and think they are good and worth pursuing. Writing is a craft and you can only improve your practice. Of course, if your goal is to be published one day, and mine is, you do want people to think that what you're writing is good. But in the first instance, you need to love what you're doing. Love that. I mean, she's nailed it there, really, hasn't she? Right, Hannah. So same question to you. Or if you were to ask yourself, am I any good? What would your answer be? Well, I feel like I've been through phases in the time in which I've been writing for myself and trying to be a writer. And there are points at which I would have felt confident to say, yeah, I am a writer. But I have to say that at the risk of sounding egotistical it's been when someone else a third party person has said to me this is good I that's clearly not egotistical because (laughs) you've had to rely on someone else to be positive about your writing oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) what I mean is oh my word what I mean is it's not me who said yes I know this is good it's come from someone else so uh, I have in the past got into the finals of a couple of competitions and that little nod has made me think oh maybe I've got something here and I won a little award when I got my when I did my MA and again I felt like yeah maybe this is a sign I'm all right I can do something with this but I haven't had anything like that for quite a long time because I've been quite consumed with adult life (laughs) mostly parenting but you're you're still the writer that you were then yeah but I do this all the time where I kind of put past me in a box and I can't sort of marry her up to present me because as well I think the writing brain is it's a muscle that is best when it's being exercised so for example when I was doing my MA and I was writing all the time and I was experimenting with loads of different forms of writing I was like vibing off all of that stimulation and like then I took a big break when I had my first child and then it's like trying to wind up a rusty cog a rusty gear and I don't think I've ever got I'm still not back to that match fit place that I felt like I was in then yeah again like you're the same writer you're out of practice yeah and that can be that there's a solution to that which is to keep going you know, I have these negative thoughts about my own talent. And like you, I'm out of practice due to lack of time. But I think that if, if I didn't think I could write, I wouldn't still be doing it. Well, another writer, Becky, said that recently she'd found some stuff in an old notebook from years past. And when she looked at it, she thought, oh, my God, it's good. <laughs> and... Although what she's saying here in what she's fed back to us is that she doesn't advise, she doesn't think the best system for being, you know, a 
acknowledging whether your writing is good or not is hiding it in a drawer for years and then coming, <laughs> coming across it. <laughs> it's an interesting point about, I don't know, maybe about the sort of time and distance. When you're wrapped up in it, when you're bound up in it and you've got all the storylines going through your head, it's so intense and you're wrapped up in it and you don't have any perspective. And then when you go away and come back to something with fresh eyes you know it can completely change the outlook of how you view something I suppose that's writing advice given all the time you know you're told to like just leave it alone it's like any creator of anything you know if you stare too long at it you you know it so well that you can't be objective about it Uh, I relate to Becky where every now and then I have kind of found something and gone you know what that's okay you kind of go well why didn't I run with that why didn't I try and get that published or whatever yeah. so I, I'm sure that everyone has the same thing where they probably have stuff they've written that they've lost confidence about as Jamie Nicole was saying she actually deleted it or slammed her laptop shut or whatever it was that you could be really missing out on sharing that with the world you know because in that moment you've told yourself I'm not very good it's so true also we were contacted by Liz And she had a really interesting story because she had actually written a novel and been signed by an agent. And then... Well done, Liz. Yeah, and the agent didn't manage to sell that novel. And so she was left being like, well, am I good or am I not good? Because that novel was good enough for that agent to want to try to sell. And yet it hasn't sold. And that's no reflection on Liz because the publishing world is a strange and <laughs> unusual place and who knows why one thing sells and well, I've thing. heard stories before like when you know Twilight came out the the vampire series it was huge and someone came up with a zomb- zombie novel and publishers were like have you got anything about vampires vampires are really big right now oh my god yeah that's really reductive of, of the, the publishing world. Obviously, <laughs> that's one story. But it's like, how, how depressing that all of that work went into this novel and they were like, it's just not in right now. It's not, it's not what people are after, you know? Yeah, but then, then it's like, who decides that? And, and I think that is like a big part of the question of, am I any good? We pose that question. It's like, yeah. who gets to decide? Totally. Good. And it could be as kind of like binary as just literally, like you said, at that point in time, you've written a book about, I don't know, ice skaters and the world wants vampires. And that's not because what you've written your book about ice skaters, woo, (laughs) isn't amazing. It's just that you're banging your head against a vampire shaped brick wall. So you allow that to feed into your self narrative that says you're not good enough. Liz says she's now trying to write her second novel and time is, you know, like for all of us against her. But she's always thinking about the fact that if she doesn't sell that one, how many does it take? What I'd like Um, to happen for Liz is that her second novel gets picked up and then her first novel gets picked up. That's what we've all got to remind ourselves as well, is that whatever happens, you're creating a body of work that might one day all be used or published. And until then, you've just got to keep going and keep writing. So one of our listeners, Natalie, sent us a quote by Ira Glass. It says, 
for the first couple of years that you make stuff, it's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase. They quit. Oh, yeah. It goes on. So I recommend looking up Ira Glass, The Creative Process. So thanks for that, Natalie. I think it's bang on. We're in this for a reason. We love it. Therefore, we're probably good at it. We just have to practice. Yeah. And also, I think that we all should own the right to think that we're good a little bit more. If we were all on our own side, if we were like kind of cheerleaders for ourselves, then maybe we would be more productive or just have a little bit more faith in ourselves. So what I found interesting was that everyone who commented when asked about whether they thought they were any good, either by, they, some people messaged us, some people commented um, on our Instagram page, were women. Is there something in that or is there not something in that? I mean, we have a lot of female followers, probably because we are female voices, but is the whole reason we have this podcast in the first place because are we more comfortable with expressing our self-doubt and, and expressing something that isn't just our success? We're talking about the difficulty of writing and following our passions whilst trying to live our everyday lives. Is there something fundamentally feminist <laughs> in the choice to say out loud that we aren't perfect and also to reach out to other people in the community to share in those experiences? I mean, were men not responding to our question because they're told by the patriarchy practically from birth that they are good and deserve to take up space? <laughs> There's the other side of it, which is that our men, um, if, if, you know, if they're told from birth that they're good enough and that they should take up space, does that not create a competitive environment where if you admit your vulnerabilities, you feel like you won't do as well? If you, you know, if you were to say online to someone else, well, you know, sometimes I don't think I'm very good. Do they feel that actually in sharing that will, will make them seem weaker and less good? Whereas I think that the benefit of, of opening up in that way and showing your vulnerability is it allows you to get it off your chest and to grow. And I think that that is a fundamental difference between men and women. Or is it just that we don't have many male followers and they didn't see our little Instagram post when it got swallowed up? By the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting though to know, it would be interesting to hear that male perspective. Yeah, any male listeners out there, let us know what you think about that one. It would be really interesting if you have any comments on that. Go onto our Instagram, send us a message or put a comment on one of our posts and let us know your thoughts and we can chat about it next time. We're so grateful that people have messaged and commented on the question we posed, am I any good? We started this podcast in the hope that we could form a bit of a writer's community and we really enjoyed messaging you and reading your comments so thanks so much for that yeah it's amazing to be able to make a connection to other writers out there and it was definitely our motivating driving factor for wanting to start this podcast so please do keep commenting and yeah talking to us we really appreciate it and we like knowing that you're out there too well deb 
I have loved this little chat. Okay. I hope you do think you're good. I think you're good. I think you're good. See, now that oh. we've said that each other are good, it, we've validated ourselves. <laughs> I tell you what, though, on that note, as we leave this podcast, we did have a very astute comment from Rebecca who said, I tell you who doesn't get to decide you're good, it's your mum. <laughs> episode six, the last episode in series one, is called Writing is Hard. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that chat, Hannah. And in the meantime, good luck with your writing. If you have enjoyed today's episode, then please do subscribe, rate and review us. It helps people to find us and every listen and download to our little podcast really does make a difference. And we really do appreciate it.